Welcome to the Land of Bunnies podcast, episode 7. Got a couple news items I want to announce. First and foremost, we are on the popular radio and podcasting platform, Stitcher. You listen to podcasts on the Stitcher app, go ahead and look for us. We're on Land of Bunnies podcast on Stitcher. So, that's cool. Uh, Second, created a Facebook page for the actual podcast. Just look up Land of Bunnies podcast on Facebook and you should be able to find it or just link through me on Facebook. Uh, I'm an admin on there, Chris is an admin on there, and Jacob's an admin on there. So that's going to be the best place to leave us suggestions, comments, anything along those lines on the podcast going forward. Third, going to be another podcast in the Land of Bunnies podcast network, as it will be referred to from now on, uh, called Duval's Two Cents. It's going to be a sports podcast for all you sports fans out there, so keep an eye out for that. i got to redo the site in order to accommodate multiple podcasts, but once I do, it'll be up for your listening pleasure. I think they've already got two episodes up, so by the time I actually get the site updated, you'll probably have, you know, three or four episodes ready for consumption. Our theme song this week is provided by the band In Whispers, and the song is I Am From The Fire, and it is phenomenal. It's a great metal track, but the uh, actual vocal, like the actual singing is beautiful, very well done. They've got a show coming up on December 20th at Jack Rabbits here in Jacksonville, Florida. So go ahead and go check them out. In this episode, we talk a lot about TV shows, and there might be a couple spoilers in there for you guys. Just fair warning right now. So if you haven't watched, um, if you haven't watched a lot of uh, Arrow or Flash or Sons of Anarchy or anything like that, then keep your ears peeled and maybe uh, fast forward through those bits. I don't know, but it's a really good, it's a really good listen. We have a lot of fun. And yeah, just great episode. Hopefully you guys agree. This is the Land of Bunnies podcast, episode seven. No, it was on a different input. Keep uh, forgetting. Put it all in input. Michael McDonough. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be there. Wow. Oh, I never realized. I, re- I never realized that that you could do an Annie Lennox and then just drop like Dude, an that's how you do impression. You ever listen to like Frank Caliendo's interviews? Like who's, he does so many. He's, he's really great and he does so many different impressions. But like he'll say, that's how I learned to do impressions growing up. Was like, oh, if you can do this person, then you can kind of. Mix in a little bit of this person, and then you get this person. Mm. I, like I told you before we recorded, if you can do if you can do share, you can do Rick Astley, no problem. It's the same thing. Yeah, it is the same thing. It's the same. If I could never give you up, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why I ever gave you up. Holy shit! I don't know why I ever let you down. <laughs> <laughs> we should do this now. That's great. We could easily fucking do that. I know Randall would be all Have for it. Have you seen the Rick Rolling meme where it's like, uh, if you can, what is it? It's like, it's a picture and it's 
it's opposite words. So it's like if if you can uh, if you can know if you know the words op- read this out loud, but reading the opposite words, and the first word is like always, and then like it, it basically yes. you're reading it out loud yourself, and it's like never gonna give you up. God damn. <laughs> God it. fuck. Yeah, because yeah. I think like I remember there was um. Like the French Prince of Bel Air memes that would be like it'd be a story and then it would just end with the French Prince of Bel Air theme song. Right. And the, it's like and it's like a, a ten paragraph yeah. story and it's like, oh my god, there's plot twists and like and then it just goes right into it. One of my favorite fucking things on the internet ever are those ridiculously long stories that just devolve into song lyrics. Like yeah. there was there was one absolutely fucking phenomenal one. Um and it was this guy's like, guy's like, in high school, not really very popular. Meet this girl, also not very popular. She, we start talking. We end up hooking up, getting together. Finally have a girlfriend. First time in my life. Feels good, man. Confidence <laughs> boost over 9,000. She, I start to, I start to feel like I can do better. I try and break things off. Doesn't go well. Next day at school, or or yeah, I forgot. Go. I forgot a very important part of this. It was just like she used to have skinny legs. People used to call her bird, <laughs> and everybody's like, <laughs> so. Next day at school, everybody comes up to me and goes, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I go, "Why?" They go, you haven't heard. I go, what? He goes, about the bird. Those are just, I hate that song to this day. That's I, I can't fucking stand the song. Oh, that's still one of my favorite Family Guy episodes. Ever. Oh, oh, no, that's a question. I could watch it any yeah. day. And that was it. one of the only new episodes that had me on the floor yeah, crying. So right. funny, man. And the animation with his dance was just so, oh, God, funny, so good. Oh, God, the, the scene where he has a seizure in the kitchen just (laughs) and brian is just like (laughs) brian's like are you okay he's like (laughs) 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 isn't that the one where like he finds jesus at the record store (laughs) yes and he like it makes jesus like a a pop sensation or something (laughs) like i I don't think i've actually seen a family guy episode in like or a new one anyway since um since when uh brian's death uh episode i haven't either but i know they brought him back yeah 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 Right. I, I I stopped watching it. I would only catch. I'm the same way with it with The Simpsons. Like if I hear mm-hmm. there's a good episode of The Simpsons, I'll go exactly. ahead and I'll try and catch it. Yeah, absolutely. And then that you know the whole Brian's death stuff happened and it just went. Everyone on the internet went nuts. Wasn't there somebody that made uh, that got a tattoo of uh, like you know yeah really? pretty positive. Someone got a tattoo um, of him and it was like rest in peace Brian or whatever. And you know several months later he's back. Wow. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> That's just that's yeah. a little. I mean, I saw the other day somebody got a tattoo of the like the roller droid from the Star Wars trailer already. Oh wow, that was quick. Yeah, and it's like, dude, it should be like the only scene in the movie. <laughs> it not even be in the movie. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Well, we cut it. Sorry, dog. They crush him with a land speeder. <laughs> that would be pretty disheartening. I just don't. I don't know. I don't get people that do that. But whatever. To each their own. Oh, there right. was that fucking dude in, who in got tattoos, who got like uh like the Mitt Romney or yeah the Mitt Romney twenty twelve really? tattoo. Holy shit! Got really? it tattooed like a week before the election. Holy shit! Yeah. Got a bunch of fucking internet karma and then he lost. And he lost. <laughs> and but here's the fucking thing with that. Like, I wonder what he did with it. Like little fucking 
quote-unquote news junkets on the mm-hmm. internet were clamoring for interviews with this guy. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you think about the election? He goes, well, obviously, I'm fucking disappointed. Right. <laughs> I've got it. That's real news. A guy that they got spends $200 on a Romney tattoo, and all of a sudden, he's on right. Fox News. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that was the only one. And then, like, uh, wasn't there, there was a guy that, um, thought it was the Seahawks, article. Uh, oh, maybe, I don't know. But I, I know for real, though, that there was a, a Seattle Seahawks won, won the Super Bowl that year, but the guy picked it and, like, put, had a tattoo of Super Bowl champions, you know, Seattle Seahawks, yeah, Seattle Seahawks, and it went, you know, went crazy again, same thing, people were trying to get interviews with him, and they ended up winning, so it worked out in his favor pretty well. Well, and that was their first win, too, right? Their first Super Bowl yeah. win? Yeah. So that's ballsy, because, so, like, if the Bears were in it, you can get a Bears tattoo, like Bears Super Bowl champions, and then just if they lose, just get like the 1984 Bears <laughs> underneath right? of it or something. You know? You, you know, hey Jeff, who do you have permanently <laughs> emblazoned on your pectorals? <laughs> the <Dumb> Bears. <laughs> you know, I just realized. Um, I and one of my coworkers sent it, sent it to me in a picture message. I don't know if I still have it or not, but there is a shirt at work that says. Jacksonville Jaguars Super Bowl champions. I forgot what Super Bowl. Super Bowl hasn't happened yet. Like years down the road, and I want to. I want to steal that shirt so bad. I don't even care if it happens or not. I want that fucking shirt. You can so buy bad. it. Probably. You can probably make it. Well, I think they make it. I think we're they trying do. to give you other options as opposed to thievery. Yeah. Oh well. Does it have a so. different logo? Because our logo is probably going to change five more times. <laughs> right. Well, you know. Well, I'm not going to steal it. I just said it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> And then I still it must be true. <laughs> this is not a admission of guilt <laughs> of any sort. I have not stolen anything. You hear that NSA? <laughs> backpedal, 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 backpedal. <laughs> what is it? The the, the sound that uh, like dump trucks make? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking bro. I still want that fucking shirt though. God damn it. Fanatics, give it to me. I want the shirt. I'm going to steal it off this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want the shirt, but I'm not going to steal it in a safe. He's going to say, hey, you give it back. <laughs> Please don't arrest me. I'm on to you. <laughs> Stole my shirt. <laughs> no <laughs> more I shirt you. <laughs> Terrible. Wow. I was that reaching was so bad. bad. <laughs> that was the shortest reference straw I could have pulled. Yeah. <laughs> that joke was walking on broken ass. Oh, <laughs> no! All right. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry I really Annie Lennox you down. So. God damn it. <laughs> well. I just really need to get my Eurythmics in order. I just, yeah, well, <laughs> I was ready for that one. Sweet dreams, you know. Some other songs named by other, say, other, other You know, I've been around the reference. world. I could have come up with a better joke than that. That's not, any, been around, that's not. It's Eurythmics. Been around the world and now, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, is it? That's the Eurythmics. Are you sure? <gasps> yeah. I can't find my baby. Yeah. Are you sure? That's the Eurythmics. With Annie Lennox? That's not any Lennox singing. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm, I could be absolutely wrong most, about this that. This conversation is outside I was, of knowledge. <laughs> I was born in 1985, so... I, I gotta look that up. Yeah, no. I mean, I... I, I don't know where he can be. 
<laughs> my baby, but I'm going to... That's like the creepy... But I'm going to find him. <laughs> it's like the most stalker-esque, like... I'm going to find him. Good Lord. Like, all right. She's, like, cutting herself. Yeah, no. <laughs> In the back of a cargo yeah, van yeah. with no seats. Yeah, she's, she's, like, she's, like, cutting Romney 2016. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. See how I brought that back a little bit? Yeah, yeah nice. nice. Right. And we're black. <laughs> Then we're back. <laughs> SNL, right? I think. I'm pretty sure. Pretty I'm just waiting for like a weatherman to quit by just like quoting fucking songs and everything. And he just says, well, here comes the rain again falling on my head like a memory. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a pretty good race quote. That is great. Yeah. I would kill to that see that. That would be absolutely. fucking phenomenal. That's a great idea. Wow. Now I want to think of more. <laughs> The next six minutes are going to be dead air while we think of more yeah, exactly. your <laughs> Well, not even that. Like he could go, he could be like, "I'm going like, to pause it, the recording." It's like, and we're back with more your <laughs> <laughs> Or you could do like, uh, it doesn't even have to be. You could be like, um, you'd be like, "Oh, it, it, in the late afternoon, it's going to be this temperature, but exit light enter night. We're going to be in the forties. <laughs> if, if that hasn't been done already, I'll be fucking oh, it's great. shocked, dude. We should get, that, we should get that already. drunk Tim Deegan to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right or whatever he, whatever he is a cokehead <laughs> something. something did you see he's suing the what is it is it oh is yeah it? there was a um he's suing for the, about that now yeah yeah no there was really? a about this? different no i never this isn't is there was a different tim deegan somewhere else it was in florida oh though, yeah right? i did hear about that i think it was in florida was right, but the point too? is it's a local it was another competitive local news station who right. were like oh Tim Deegan was arrested for something, something. That's not, right. Not, not the real Tim Deegan who was arrested for like being high out of his mind, speeding down 95 or whatever he was doing. Right. This is like some other crime, and they posted the picture of, excuse me, the weatherman Tim Deegan, and yeah. which was like completely wrong. Right. I, I do remember this. So now I guess yeah. he's like suing the network awesome. for slander or whatever. <laughs> But it's still kind of funny. It's still pretty it's fucking too funny. Fucking it's like oh, I got you now, douchebag. <laughs> it's probably Dan Hicken doing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone that doesn't live in Jacksonville is like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" But this was like this was a pretty big deal back in the day, day. Yeah, know? no, it was it was a scandal. It, it was really a fucking was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, the orange guy. <laughs> yeah, right. The orange guy stole the the, the, the news anchor lady from the mm. sports anchor guy. Oh my! Yeah, that was that was weird. Soap opera for days. So, what other '80s references <laughs> we make in relative in in comparison to the news? I don't know. Like, there's a cold front coming in. If you open your eyes, I see your eyes are open. <laughs> Damn it! Always, I want to be with you. <laughs> I was struggling to find a, a with arms wide open there. With arms? That's not an '80s reference. I don't you care. Could do like, you could do like the new Jacksonville Skyway is opening, and it don't take money, it don't take fame, and don't even take a credit card to ride, ride this train. This train. <laughs> oh fuck me! I've been Huey Lewis. That's the news. <laughs> Done. I was trying to set you up for that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good. I'm glad yeah, because. Good. That we could stop the recording. <laughs> it's not going to get We're done here. 12 minute podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Satisfied. See you later. <laughs> you're, you're still in traffic. Just hit rewind and <laughs> yeah, just, no. just start all over. About five more times. Well, fucking uh, Chris D'Elia, Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, and Will Sasso can do 10 minute podcasts. Is that what they do? Yeah, they do. Their podcasts are just 10 right. or 11 minutes. Like they have an advertiser at the front and then they play an opening thing and it's just 10 minutes. Are they all together? Or th- that's individually they have? No, it's their just own. the three of them in a room oh. together recording a 10 minute podcast. Oh, nice. Their theme song is fucking hysterical though because it just starts off with just this kind of like 
kind of jam bandy sort of thing. It's like, some podcasts are slow, <laughs> and you don't know how long they last. <laughs> That's why you're listening to 10-Minute Podcasts. <laughs> Done. And it's all it is is just 10 minutes of them trying to talk over each other. <laughs> and so, like Jen can't listen to it. She fucking hates it. She's just like, no, no, this is awkward, and this is annoying, and I can't hear anybody That's individually, funny. and it's just, I can't do this. I fucking love it. I think it's absolutely hysterical. I still need to, need to get on that train. It's, it won't take very much of your no, time. Apparently not. <laughs> Three episodes would take one-third of our podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Jen, I've gotten probably 5,000 emails for, with us to talk about Cards Against Humanity. Really? Nice. Oh, the, the, the demand is high. The demand is high. Um, but no, she, your, your wife has custom cards that have your names on them. She does. Right. That's really cool. Well, just her name. Just her name. She yeah, didn't no, get your name. It, um, she didn't tell me that she had taken part in it until she got the first shipment. Awesome. I'm like, what the f- like, it was, I have it custom like, cards too. It's just I used a sharpie. And just, right, yeah, no. right, I'm, right. I'm scratching out meatballs and I'm putting, I'm putting in Hitler, Hitler's meatballs. Or yeah. Something, yeah. Like something like that. Yeah. I think, yeah, Andrew uh, Kirkendall crossed out the geese card on mine and wrote Cunk Juggling Thunder Cunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's his favorite. Like, that, that. that one and. Um, <laughs> I think "Gay for Pay" is one of his gay favorites. Like, <laughs> but every time, yeah, he'll like he'll just play the th- the cock, cock juggling thunder cuts card. He'll just and he'll say it. Cock, cock. I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. But he's booming, such juggling thunder yeah, cuts. He's yeah. such authority. That, yeah, he says that it booming, with this deep Kirk voice, voice in his and, right and he kind of just poses. He poses. Yeah, yeah, he just posture. Posts up, right? He plays a great yeah, party posture. He'll usually say it's bitches hysterical. or something yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, bitches. Like, yeah, yeah bitches. Yeah. I'll kick you in the face, bitches. <laughs> face kicker. Face kicker. I, oh, I thought it was ass kicking. No, it's face. No, it's definitely. I was there the night face kicker was born. That was that was a that was a really. I really wish I had been there. That just sounds like a great story. You've heard. You guys have heard the story about of my first impressions of or the first time I met Andrew, right? No, no. It was. The, it was the first night I went to the Sinclair, and the person who was involved shall remain, shall remain nameless. But uh, someone was hitting on someone that fuck it. Oh. Mike, Mike, you were hitting on me, <laughs> right? I was. So uh, got that and, pole, son. And the, the, <laughs> do I know this story? You, yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, you well, did. tell me off the air because I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, well, anyway, off the air. Off the- <laughs> I'll take I'll take the answer off the air. We gotta we gotta add some sort of validity to this shit True. show to this to this shit show. <laughs> it is anyway. a really shitty show. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna find you. So basically, one of my very drunk friends was hitting on one of my very drunk friend who happened to be a, a lovely girl, and uh, it was not going anywhere. She didn't want any part of it, and said person was not listening. So uh, long story short. The first time I see him, he's choking my friend out. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I know this now. And I was like, this, this is a good story. Is, yes. Look, this this guy isn't... This, I, I fucking love mad, this story. This is a good story. Mad respect to yeah. this guy. So uh, I was like... <laughs> I remember that I'm bartending it. <laughs> Andrew's just taking him down. Just the taking him fucking down. He was fucking done, man. And I was in charge of the place. And I'm like, Andrew's got it. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I don't this, care. This is in control. <laughs> Someone's being choked out. It's Unpaid totally security just walked in. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I'll just get him a beer or something. Actually, matter of fact, actually, I think he choked him out. Set him on the ground. Walked away. Yeah, I need really a did. shot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, that was fucking great. Yeah. It, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? That was fucking awesome. Even though he took my friend up, but he totally deserved it. So whatever. Did you ever hear the story about the first time Jeff and Andrew met? No, no. I don't think so. Okay, so this is good. Um, Andrew would probably be able to fill in some of the gaps, but I was working, and it was a slower night. It was like towards the end of the night, and Jeff came up there, and I think he was in... He was going through some relationship problems or something at the time. Jeff's probably going to hate me for telling this story, but whatever. Go for it. And, uh, and, and we had this specific wine that I would order just for Jeff. No one else would drink it. It was like cheap wine, but it was good. And he would, he would come in and he would drink a bottle or two of this wine. Holy shit, yeah. Because I'd, I'd give him like the good Mormon price, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, who cares? It's kind of you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so, yeah. So, Andrew, Andrew at the time... For those of you who don't know, used to be a Duval County police officer, right? And he had just left the force like two weeks earlier, and um, for reasons that I won't talk about, but um, it wasn't his fault. Right. I'll just leave it that way. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Jeff is up there, and I'm like, Jeff's a little buzzed, and he's like, I'm gonna go, and I'm like, This God, this is five years ago now. Nice. And Jeff's like, I'm gonna go, and I'm like, No, man, you can't go. This guy's a cop. You know, he's gonna, and he's like, Fuck you, you're not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh yeah, that's, you know, that's you know, awesome. You know, drunk Jeff. Yeah, and, right. and he's just real <laughs> shit. I'm like, dude, he's really a he's cop. Like, he's and legit, right? Proof, show me your badge. And he's like, I don't have enough. Well, you gotta prove me you're a cop, or I'm not. You know, he's Jeff's going all like right. legal on him, and right? And Andrew's like, how about I give you a field sobriety test, like right now? And Jeff's like, I'll fucking throw down on that shit. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> of course, he bombs the field. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he actually did it. Oh, he did it. <laughs> So Andrew bad. took him outside and like made him so you know, do whatever. Yeah, and Andrew hurt. comes back in. He's like, he's just shaking his head. He's like, no. He's like, I know that guy's your friend, but he's not driving. And Andrew's in like full on like bouncer mode at this right. point. And I'm like, dude, this is like my best friend. And I was like, he'll be okay. You know, he'll, we'll just give him some water. And so Jeff is just for the next hour. He's just like staring at him. Like, are you really are you a cop? <laughs> are you a fucking? Are you? Chris, is he really a fucking cop? Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck you, you're not a fucking cop. You know? so they, so that's that's so really good. I'm getting texts the next day, like, dude, was that guy really a cop? Like, am I is he gonna come arrest me? Like, is this so then it's like, like he's, he's coming back? It wasn't until like like a month later that they saw each other again, and I was like, I was like, Jeff, you remember this guy? And he's like, Oh, hey, so, is that the cop? He's like, he's like uh, that that's guy? fucking great. But yeah, That's of course, awesome. it's, it's all totally good now. But I, I love giving Jeff shit about that story because it's, it's so good. Um, one of the first, like, speaking of Sinclair, like, meeting stories, one of the first times I remember, like, meeting you, because I'd met you from, like, Rack'em Up and everything, but not so much. Um, one of the first times I met you was when you were bartending at Sinclair. And. Right. Um, Somebody was trying to like say something and then they were gesturing towards you and I'm watching it and I'm just laughing because the hand gestures are not crossing. Was this a customer? Yes. Was I really impatient with them? Was I like It wasn't it was a it was a former friend of ours. Okay. So it was a former friend of ours. Got it. And um Oh, I think I might remember this. You all of a sudden you <laughs> I was the only one who got it. And I guess you were just like, this joke is going to be for an audience of one. I can guarantee it. But as long as that one gets it. <laughs> what did I do? I don't remember. What did I do? The hand gestures just were not going. So you pointed down. You pointed diagonal down. You pointed right and hit A. And then show the Yukin <laughs> behind the bar. Did I really? Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. You did quarter circle forward A. <laughs> 
and you sh- and you jumped into her show and then I just you blew them off like I was like see you later and, no- and she's she's just looking at you like what the fuck that's, I'm that's against the bar in absolute tears yeah, just funny. I was crying laughing that's so fucking that's good. good like you I pointed would've... down you pointed this way you pointed right and hit A <laughs> like you went A and then I went and it's so good. oh fuck that's pretty good What's bad, what's bad is the is the, the nerd in me wants to say that that is not the correct. Um, I got motion. it. I but because Kuro Soka Ford punches fucking. You're gonna say it anyway. Yeah, that's yes, gonna do it. But like, it's, I, it's I, a I, Z. It's the Z. And yeah, no, I. Oh yeah, it was, that's right. It was the Z, and yeah. then I, I I can't like I just got the joke, and I thought it was one of the that's, funniest that's fucking I don't things I've that, ever that seen that sounds, in my life. I'm not surprised. It sounds pretty funny. Yeah, no, it. it <laughs> I, I love that. You hear a story about anything. something you did. You're like, yeah, that's yeah, something yeah, I do. Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> my, I know. my modesty is my best quality. <laughs> so that was everybody's week. Yeah, no. All right. Let's do uh, intros real quick. Cool. You know who we are. So how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've gotten this far. You, you know who we are. Welcome to the Land of Bunnies podcast. I am Mike Papadopoulos. Christopher Donald Stanton. Jacob Alexander Plick the Third, yo. What? Welcome to Land of Bunnies Podcast, episode seven. Holy shit, seven. Seven episodes. Yeah, we're seven doing eleven. Good. All right. Now how is everything? We're not can- <laughs> we're not canceled yet. That's good. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the internet canceled. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're done with you. Thanks. Yeah, we were looking at some, you know, pedophilia and white supremacist <laughs> forums, but we felt you guys were priority. <laughs> We're going to get a cease and desist from the Country of Rabbits podcast. <laughs> Rabbitistan or something. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it a stand? We are land of bunnies. <laughs> I definitely saw uh, rabbits in Middle Eastern turbans. Thank you, Mike. That just reminds me of TV Funhouse. I don't know if you guys Good ever call. saw that. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, where Absolutely. it was just like the militant terrorist yeah. group that was against animal testing. And they were just bunnies and turbans that had horrible <laughs> Middle Eastern accents. <laughs> and, the, and the way they were appeased was they got flat screen television. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, and and they, did, they started doing human testing on uh, Doug. The hor- like, they just did horrible things to their human host. And right. it was just fucking hysterical. Good stuff. Good stuff. I funny. miss that show. Me too. So much. Very, very good. Very, very good. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, Robert Smigel only had his name on that. He didn't really do much with that. That was mostly uh, Dino Stamatopoulos, who was Starburns on Community. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know that. Yep. He, uh, didn't Smigel do... Um, well, he was Triumph. I know that. And he wrote on Conan. Yeah. He was the insult comic dog. Right? Yes. Um, and then didn't he do... I don't know. Was he, was he SNL, was right? He, was he the was dog? SNL. Or was that just his creation? No. Because he, I he remember the, one time... The, one time, like, Triumph was there, and then Adam Sandler popped up with the oh. puppet on his hand. Oh, I, I just know that... Yeah, I, I don't mean, know who actually plays He's Triumph. always been credited for doing the voice and being the puppet. Now, there have been other times, maybe other times people have done it. But right. Yeah. But didn't he do... Um, who did Deep Thoughts? Remember Deep Thoughts? Jack mm. Handy. That was Jack Handy. Okay, that's not Robert Smiley. Oh, my God. Ja- Deep Thoughts by Jack <clears throat> oh, Handy was great. just shaped yeah, my comedy yeah, upbringing. It was, great. it was one of those... You things. remember Deep Thoughts? I reckon... Thoughts? I, I, so it would be I, like... I, I, it would I be in the middle of an SNL it, episode, and you'd see right. like the like, 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 like the ocean... Deep Thoughts mm, by Jack, Jack Handy. Handy. And, it would, right. and it would be if like... If you the, ever drop your keys in a lake of molten lava, let them go, because, man, they're gone. My favorite one, or some of my favorite ones, like Jack Handy, like he had books. Like there were books of all the deep thoughts and oh, everything nice. in the early 90s. And I had like one or two of those. And those were phenomenal. 
But later on in SNL's like late 90s kind of path, um, they did fuzzy memories, which were kind of like deep thoughts, but set to video. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one just had me in absolute tears was um, it was a kid walking down the street in like walking down the sidewalk, going to school and a car passes by and splashes him with water, like oh just runs through a puddle, splashes him with water. Because when you're 10 years old on your way to school and you get splashed with water, there's that moment where you stop and think. Do I go to school all wet, or do I walk home and risk being late and change? While he was thinking, I drove by and splashed him again. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and you just see a, the same car go by and splash the kid again. That's good. Just, oh, I don't fuck. remember what That's happened really the rest of that episode. Because I'm, I'm like 14 years old watching this in just absolute hysterics, grabbing my sides. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on yeah. Saturday Night Live. That's Man. good. Yeah, speaking um, of shows, there's I've, I've in, in this week, I've watched a lot of shows. This yeah. week has been, been big for shows. A big, big TV week. Just yeah. an for, absolute, pretty much the, everybody, I think, yeah. I really do. I really enjoy. Uh, I thought I wouldn't. On general principle, but I really like mid-season finales. Oh, they're Me really too, good, man. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's a not so much mid-season finales, but <laughs> mid-season take a break, second half season mm-hmm. was something that was actually popularized by South Park. That really? was one of the first shows that ever really did that. Mm-hmm. That did no, that, that did you know seven eight episodes, take a break for about three months, and then do your other episodes. That was like that's something that was popularized by South Park. For yeah, I know that for like the half hour thing, and then for like actual hour long dramas, it was I, the first one I remember was Lost. I remember Lost doing. Um, they did like the first two seasons, and then they announced. What they have five se- four They had five or six seasons, and after like season two, they were like, "All right, we're going to do season three, four, and five, and six, or whatever it is." Right. But they're going to be segmented, and they're going to be this many episodes. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Breaking Bad, when they announced season five, it would right. be two, they did two separate seasons, two, yeah, two, a year apart, eight episodes, which right. I thought was brilliant because it it, it just, really gave it some time. I think it gave it well, it, it, it you know, <clears throat> I consider it one season, even though right, me too. If they'd only had, because it's eight episodes either side, right? Right, because I know yeah. they promoted they promoted it as the fifth season and the final season, not exactly five and six, right? Five and and a plus and B. Norm, the normal seasons were like twelve episodes, I think. Um, twelve some, or thirteen. Because well, you got to remember the first the first season um, was during the writer's strike. It was only it was six cut episodes, short, yeah, right. six or eight, and then I think like season two was like twenty something episodes. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, and then three I think was uh, was was sixteen, twelve or sixteen, and then I think. Everything else okay. was 16. Yeah, I, I really... Plus, it just gave him time to make sure... Because those last eight were just balls to the... I mean, I every single I'd call every you single after episode. every episode right. and be like, dude... Yeah, we got to talk about this um, shit. Cause. But yeah, like like with the, with, I mean, the, the Flash mid-season finale, the right. Arrow mid-season finale, the Shield mid-season finale, which right. I recently just marathoned Shield this past week to get Oh, nice. Up. Best decision you could make. Well, I'll tell you what's... what's Just to talk about that first, because I know a lot of people watch it... Um, What's amazing to me is that they, like the first, like any show, it takes a few episodes to get into it. Right. But you really, like, they really had shit planned from the beginning. Like, okay, so I was talking to my brother about this last night. Like, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched it, but like Ward, for example. Like, Ward is the typical deadpan, like, badass kind of guy. Okay. And, you know, when the show starts and like, you're just kind of like, oh, he's... 
you're the guy he relate you re, you're relating to. He's the guy you're relating to because he you know he's the guy that's being recruited. He's the new guy. He meets the, he meets the team when you meet the team. So when he turns, it you don't even expect it at all because no. you're not even thinking. Like oh, because he's that guy. Like that's his role, right? Right. He's the guy that just is kind of the badass cleanup hitter on the team, you know, kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so when he turns, it's like, oh fuck, we're in trouble. Like they're in trouble because he's awesome. You know, it it just totally added. It made it added such a good dimension, and he plays the villain so well, and with such ambiguity too. Because it's like, especially now with the whole sky dynamic. It's like he, you know, he's doing "quote unquote" bad stuff, but he's still like telling Sky the truth, and he's like, "Look, I told you I'd do this and I'd do that," you know. And he also said, "I've never been loyal to Hydra. I've, all, I've always been loyal to myself." Or, or, or uh, Garrett. Garrett, yeah. Um, the whole Fitzsimmons thing is just amazing. Um, I just think it's absolutely amazing. Never been um, a show like the the whole Fitzsimmons thing at the beginning of season two like that was like first ten minutes of up sad like that was just yeah it was it blew was, me away yeah I I cried I can't it, imagine because I was, was I was marathoning it so I got to like watch the very next one immediately and be like when are they gonna see each other again kind of thing but like I can't imagine watching that on television and being like we got that's how they're starting the season is with that you know especially how they ended the season before with their you know their dialogue in the storage container and then the, yeah so like yeah it was it was so good so I, i'm really oh, really happy with that yeah show. waiting the week like just festering on that pain <laughs> is just <laughs> terrible is this uh yeah i think um flash and arrow are perfect um flash uh flash has some i like flash don't get me wrong i really do like flash it is just the general consensus in our house is that Iris needs to be fired out of a cannon into the sun. Don't like her. <laughs> she's Damn. a terrible actress, number one. I don't... She's not a very good actress. Or terrible. She's a terrible fucking actress. <laughs> <laughs> Who is... um? What's the, the, the person's name or whatever? The her name is Bitch I Don't Care. <laughs> oh, she's fucking enough. terrible. No, she's, she's not good. She's Do you watch Flash? I haven't, I haven't yet. Oh. He doesn't watch Flash, Arrow, or S.H.I.E.L.D., so... It's okay. What? Yeah, it's on my to-do list. Oh, my now God. That, now that gave Sun's, a lot away. No, it's okay. I, know. I already knew all about, about, all about that shit. Do you know so. about Arrow last night? No. Okay, well, don't let... It, we're not gonna, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Because that's like... But, I heard, I heard yeah. good shit. But, Something um, happened on Arrow last night that does not happen on TV shows. Right. Like, okay. that I can think of. Like, to where... You know what I mean? Like, like there's versions of what happened last night that it's like an obvious, like, oh, well, they're going to do that. Or this is... But, like, to the layman who watched that show last night, like, Tabby walked in on me watching the end of the episode this morning, and she's like... I can't say what she said, but she right. assumed, like, what is going... What is that? Like, yeah. you know, like... Like, what the fuck is right, happening? Right, right. So it's yeah. It shows it. It was kind of it just. I've never seen a show like kind of go there that way, in that way. No, and yeah. the thing with the thing with Arrow is just it's very like it's very it's graphic. Like it's a pretty graphic TV show. Yeah, there mm-hmm. was some definite uh, Walking Dead like stabbing type stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Last no, it, it like, gets like has it like gradually gone to that point as far as like gratuitous violence? Or no, has it no, no, been no, that no, way? no, 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 no. Like the first season, mm-hmm. I mean, this doesn't give anything. The first yeah. season, like he comes back to the city, he's a hardened badass vigilante, and he's killing. He kills people. Right. I mean, he flat out is killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then it kind of comes into he, his kind of motives change, and he kind of gets convinced that like, hey man, you need to be a hero, not this 
revenge-seeking murderer, murderer, right? Mm -hmm. So he, uh, as far as I know, they made reference to it last night, but I don't think he's killed anyone since the end of the first season. No, he hasn't killed, he personally hasn't killed anybody. Not by... But but to answer your question, I don't... (laughs) I mean, there's violence from a like. I mean, the stunts are. Uh, there's no. There's no show on television that does the action that yeah. the show does. The, right. Just the hand to hand, and and the combat and the stunts and everything. Wire work, everything. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, the choreography is it's just phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. And it's the same stunt team that does Flash. Yeah. But um, as far as like violent moments, like no, last night featured easily the 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 most violent of the, like, of the like, show. Wow, that okay. They went. They did that. Like yeah. <laughs> as a comic book fan, I can bring this up. Like I know you're a comic book fan and everything. Uh Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, is, I knew I knew that. Uh-huh. Is Ghul. in the show. And he he basically does what he does. Oh, all right. Essentially. Okay, I got you. Um this doesn't really give anything away, but right. he was it basically just kinda got in on one of his training sessions where he has six people mm-hmm. In like six trainees in the League of Assassins, or I don't know if they're trainees or anything like that. I they think were just, just cannon fodder just for him to just, just practice, go, practice on. on. Yeah, right. yeah. And basically, he just walks into the middle of this circle, like they're all standing in a line, are two separate lines parallel to each other, and he just walks in the middle of them. Six in total. Sit are six, like or, six eight. or eight. Yeah. Okay. No, six or eight. Um, and he just stands in the middle of them, and then they all just. They all take their take their few steps back and they pull their sword out. So they're circling them, six or eight people circling, circling this him uh-huh. with swords, and he's just got his hand on his hilt and he just lifts two fingers, and they go for the attack, and then he destroys. Fifteen all seconds pass by. Yeah. They're all, they're all and dead. they're gone. The they're one the one thing gone. the show did a really good job of doing was like the actor that they got to play Ra's al Ghul is not typically what you would like envision mm-hmm. but they've done a really good job of anybody that doesn't know the character or 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 know what he's all about or anything they did they go like a younger or an old like a middle-aged guy he's or? probably in his mid early 50s late 40s yeah. early 50s yeah. okay. probably all right he yeah, just doesn't look, look like, like. I, he doesn't look it just i don't know he just like i saw like an image of him he just um, doesn't he doesn't put like like upon first i mean he, he's basically only been in the show Twice this episode, and then he was in the end of an episode like five episodes ago. Okay, so when he so, first shows okay. up, you're like, "Oh, that's kind of who they got." Okay, this episode definitely went. Well, this is the biggest threat that the show's ever seen. Show's ever seen. I mean, exactly. probably. Yeah. I mean, like nice. Like I hope that other villains come back and help beat this guy because this guy's <laughs> a hardcore. I mean, it's, dude, the fight with the fight was just fucking. Retarded, it was barely it, a it, fight. It, I know it was so good. Like, like, like. You, anytime Oliver fights anyone, it's like, okay, Oliver's going to whip their ass. And if he fights a villain that's like tough, it's like, oh, that was a tough fight. Mm-hmm. Oliver looked like a child. In this <laughs> I mean, it was... He's it just was getting smacked the fuck abs- around. I mean, I mean, Roz started the fight with nothing, and, and Oliver started with two swords. And still, nah. Nah, nah it was, nah, it was fantastic. But, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Um, Suns ended, obviously. I'm going to miss it a lot. I like the way it ended. I, I like, I like I the way it ended a lot. Very know, poetic. I don't know if we should. I don't know. I, I don't know if we should discuss it in detail just yeah, for people who so. maybe haven't watched it. Right. I have. I have, I have some. I have some off the air things the air I'll discuss with you. But right. Uh, Ooh, I, I, scandalous. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was good. You know. I, I it think, was, and that's what I said on on Facebook too. I think after how the because it almost feels like the like Breaking Bad is a great example. The penultimate episode is the is the episode. 
and then like now this is ra- it's wrapping everything De- up. Definitely, definitely the, the penultimate episode had the biggest moment in the history of the show. In the history of the show, no right. question. Um, and then it's about wrapping it up and closing, yeah. closing, closing the uh, you know closing that chapter. Um, I think it was about what I expected. Like going going yeah. into like okay, this is what they have to to take care of in this episode. Yeah, these are all the plot points that need to be taken care of. And I think pretty much they nailed it I on agree every with single that. one. Yeah. I think they nailed it on every single one. I thought it was um, good. I, I love the fact that I have two friends that are marathoning it like right now. Uh, like one is uh, in the middle of season four and he only started watching it like a week or two ago. And he's just boom, boom, boom. Just, oh my yeah. God, how have I not seen this show? And, and it was the same, I think it's really cool now that like, especially with like Netflix and Hulu and stuff. Oh yeah, why didn't you, why didn't you watch this show that came out two years ago? Cool. Here's all of it. Right. Enjoy. Right. So um, I think that's really remind really me awesome. to get back to that in a minute. Cause yeah. Sure. I, I had a I had a huge talk with my brother about that last mm-hmm. night that I, I think would be a good topic of conversation. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I think um, again, I, I I have no. There's nothing I was like, oh, well, they didn't answer this question or they didn't they didn't wrap that up. I, I have right. I, if anything, I have tweaks that would have made like certain creative changes. Yeah. Made? Okay. Yeah. That would have like. Um, I think really, really, uh, really nailed it home. I think um, I agree, but I thought it was good. I, I thought the uh, I know I don't think you watch it, Mike, but I know you watch it. I thought the last episode, the Sunday night's episode of the newsroom, was one of the best oh hours of television God, I've dude. ever seen in my entire. Life. I'm gonna. That's another show I'm gonna miss a lot. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I, I mean, literally, know. I stood. Up, I had no idea it was his dad. No clue. I did not see that at all. Yeah, like, didn't see it at, at all, all. At all. Until and like right at the end, and I'm chilled. just like. Oh, what? And it was yeah, like, it wasn't ready. And you think back to all the dialogue, and it it's like, that's him getting sense. closure, and that's, you know, yeah. been, oh my God, I did yeah. not see that. Con- I, until yeah. like the, the picture on the wall, and then like, they, there's they, nobody they, in the bed. Right. I'm like, well, as soon as they showed the picture, yeah, yeah but I didn't, I just didn't Beautiful. even think. I Beautiful. thought, here's some, you know, but if you literally, like, I went back and rewatched the episode, and mm-hmm. I, every little bit of dialogue between it's, the two of them yeah, is, right is father and son. And it, I was it, like, oh my God. Dialogue wise, I think it's the smartest show on, in television. Oh, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I'm really, really going to every miss it. Every line is just a hook. It's a, every it's single a, it's one. It's a surgical um, script. I did not know that um, Jeff Daniels was that good of an actor. Uh, I didn't either. I haven't, well, we haven't, I haven't really seen him in anything. I mean, he was awesome Dumb and in Arachnophobia. He was the bomb in Phantoms. Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Oh, God. Yeah, it was. It, it, it surprised me how good that show right at the beginning was. Um, and then it just continues to just escalate into... Like, right now, it... I think, because I think it's one, one more episode, like one I think. More. And because uh, there's only three seasons total, yeah. the first two seasons were I think twelve episodes. Yeah. The last season is six. It's like it's got like the Deadwood curse, where like the Deadwood. I don't know had... if it got canceled or like they're just like we're done. I don't know. I don't know. But it's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it really it is, is so good. Like it's funny. Like if you look at it on the surface, like this is a show about CNN and this people that people that work there. It's basically what it is. Sure. But uh, obviously, a far more interesting uh, characters are incredible. Um, and they, they tackle, you know, do you get into like the, okay. Cause I'll talk to people Mm -hmm. and I'll read online and people are just like, Oh, there's so much hidden, like left wing propaganda. If you look like, like a buddy of mine was like, Oh, in the last episode, they had some tweets in one of the monitors in the background that were saying, blah, 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 blah. Like basically talking like. Like there's, there's reading, yeah, that guy's reading way too much. But the, no, into there's it. a lot of people online agree, that are like but, Aaron Sorkin is. If you watch The West Wing, you know uh-huh. he was always trying to do his agenda, and 
And it's like, it's dude, a fucking TV show. Guys. Right. You know, like, come on. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, is Straight George R. R. Martin trying to say that people shouldn't get married because they'll die at every wedding they go to? Right. It'll it's be just, massive yeah. massacre. Right. It's a fucking show. You know, it's a right. story. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, but dude, I, pound for pound, like, it's just acting, script, editing. Also, holy shit, Olivia Munn is incredible in that show. She's actually really, I have She's never seen really her in anything good. other than that show. Oh, really? Yeah, she was on like G4, like Attack of the Show and stuff like that. Like, yeah, she, she, had a, like a host? she had a big yeah. internet following. Yeah, yeah really. huge internet following. So she's not right. really an actress. Not really. Oh, um, really? She had, uh, she had um, I forgot, there was a sitcom that she was in. It didn't last more than a season. One of the, one of the you know, many romantic couples yeah. together, blah, 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 blah. Um, didn't really last very long. And, and I was like, oh, I don't know, like a drama? Uh, she's really funny, so I could see that happening. But fuck, she's... In my opinion, outside of uh, of Jeff Daniels, she is the best character. On She's that great, show. you know. And what's funny is, I, I'm sure you see it all the time. People will share the video on Facebook of, of the most important four minutes in television history, or whatever, right? And it's the and opening I, and scene, have, and have and no, have no idea, idea what it's from. Have no idea what it's from. Half yeah. of them think it's for real, right? Like they think it's like, that oh, sold me on the this. show. I was like, "What's that from?" No. Oh, newsroom. See, done. What was? For, it's the first four minutes of the show, right? And and so the thing, what was? I fell in love with the show. Uh, ironically, the the one night that when when Jeff and I went up to New York, we, for, we stayed in New York for one night, then we went to Atlantic City. The mm-hmm. one night that we were in New York, like in Times Square, right. was the night that the first episode of the newsroom debuted. Holy shit. So, like, we got back to the hotel room after hanging out, whatever, like, oh, I heard about this show. Let's watch it, like, from mm-hmm. start to finish. Yeah. Didn't know anything about it. Right. And then you see that opening scene, and you're just like, right. oh, I, I could, wa- I could watch yeah. them talk all day. Like, these yeah. people And there's just a talk. lot of newsroom, like, um, not memorabilia, I'm not sh- posters and stuff, like, in downtown New York, too. Oh, really? Because, I mean, it's, it takes place in, in New York. I don't know yeah. if you knew that or not, but it... It's everywhere right. up there. Um, so I mean, even Jane cool. Fonda is a fucking badass on the show. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, perfect just, casting for yeah. For it's role, just honestly. it's such like anybody. But so yeah, anybody that's never even given it a shot, just watch the first ten minutes of the first episode, and You'll if you don't if you don't like it, stop right, cool. watching. Yeah, because you won't like right, it right. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's definitely on my radar to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. fantastic. That uh, their shows, their shows that I just didn't. And that's kind of indicative of the time period that we live in. Right. There are shows I didn't catch from the beginning, and now I'm just like, I'll wait. Right. I'll wait until wait, and it's then just all available it. for uh, massive, like just binge watching, right. just consumption on a larger scale right. than we had when we were kids. Well, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. Is okay, so. My brother and I were just—we were just talk, basically talking about Arrow and Flash last night, and talking about how yeah, it sucks what DC. And we've touched on it before. What DC's doing, they're right. not going to put them into the film universe. Still whatever. burns my ass. It, it's <laughs> stupid. But but if you think about it from this perspective, like the binge watching and the streaming mm-hmm. services are what makes like I heard about Breaking Bad and and Sons of Anarchy and stuff right. like when they were already two or three seasons deep, right? And it's like, oh, at the time I was busy watching other stuff on Netflix or whatever. And it's like, it's yeah. kind of like you said, they're on your radar. You'll get to them. Well, there's a reason why if you look at the history of these shows, like actually on television, their ratings go up through as, as, the, as the show. Right. Because the they're Suns, getting more yeah, and more the Sun's finale was, is the top rated right. show for them. Breaking Bad's, I but think, was the same way. But there's a gradual progression because people mm-hmm. are, for shows that are, are jumping on, air, they're jumping on. Mm-hmm. So it's brilliant. So, so I mean, even. Hell, I think for Breaking Bad, it saved the show. It might have. Yeah, I, I don't so. know how the ratings. The, the ratings. Were. Well, I'm the sure. Roof, I'm think. sure. But like, but yeah. but those are like the two. I mean, I'm sure Agents of Shield will be the. I mean, because here's the thing. Like, I know Shield's ratings have been down, mm-hmm. but 
like people, me, people are going to watch it. Right. Even me is I was like, you know what? I got to get caught up. I heard that there's mid season finales the coming and stuff. up. Right. Yeah. And I got to be yeah. tight. Because now it's almost to the point where where shields at honestly like mm-hmm. like shield agents of shield is almost kind of I don't want to say commanding, but like if, if if you're not watching Agents of Shield, then you don't know what's going on in the overall Marvel, Marvel universe, cin- cinematic universe. Hmm. Am I wrong? Not wrong at all. Yeah, I mean, it, especially after it, the last episode. Yeah, exactly. It catch it's it's definitely the in between. It's the in between for all the movies and everything. Like if you're if you're looking at the. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you're looking at the Marvel Cinematic Canon and everything. That's you know what it sticks to, um, and that is essentially how you're staying abreast of everything that's going on. Well, uh, not so much everything, but just everything that's going on with the people. With people, let's just put it that way. Right. It's everything that's going on with people. All of the threats that are occurring in the world that the Avengers aren't helping with or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that, S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty much on their 24-7, which is how they were in the comics. You yep. just didn't fucking hear about that right. from story arc to story arc because there would just be the major players being right. covered. I feel like for as big as S.H.I.E.L.D. is or was, uh, they were the little guys. They were, you know, kind of the people who are just there. But it's because they're there that the world still exists for the big things to happen. Right, right. And, and and it even adds to when those big things happen, they're even more important. Or like, holy shit, well, no, like we have to call in these people because we can't fucking handle that. Well, it's not, you there's, know? there's that. Like, there's, like Ultron is a great example of that. There's that, but there's also like, the, sh- the show has definitely shifted, in my opinion, from, oh, we'll watch the show and that'll, that'll keep our palate wet until the next movie comes out. This is now more like, it's, it's his own well, thing now. Well, Ultron, Age of Ultron, is going to have to have something to do with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show to some extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're literally like, they just, again, correct me if I'm wrong, they just like revealed characters that are going to be lead characters in future films that are lead characters on the show. Like, uh, I yes. don't want to give I think it I, I, think I, I think I heard about it, but I know what you're You can about. say it, go ahead. Inhumans? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like... Right, so yeah. so so to me, like that would be like them, like Black Panther showing up, right? In Which the, is funny because like, I know. think we were talking about that some episode ago, many moons ago. That how how they're going to put the Inhumans in? But Bam. that but that makes the show like must see <laughs> so now, important, like, totally yeah. must see now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, like, you're, if you're trying to stay, if you're trying to stay in on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that medium, then yeah, the show becomes must watch. So conversely, you know that's how I mean. So back to my point, Marvel's doing the right thing with with the uh, uh, Flash being on Hulu and Arrow being on Netflix and Hulu. Like that's how I watched the first season of Arrow. It's it's on Netflix. It was on uh-huh. my radar. I watched it, loved it. Boom! Downloaded the second season, watched it, loved it. By the time that these movies are coming out, people are going to be at the fourth or fifth season of Breaking Bad slash Sons level of hype. Right. Of like, oh my god, I heard about the show. I heard about the show. Mm-hmm. And instead of going. All right, season six of this show is going to be on, and I can watch the premiere on TV. They're going to go, The Flash is going to be in the Justice League movie. No, he's not. But no, it's a completely it's different a complete, fucking and guy. And to me, it's just like mind boggling that mm-hmm. people, I don't care how good the movie is, 
people are not going to take that fucking seriously. And how insulting is it to... This isn't like when Tom Welling didn't get cast as Superman from Smallville. Like, right. it's, it's totally right. different. Right. Like, this is completely, like, shitting on, to me, shitting on, like, all the makeup artists and stunt teams and everything. It's like, hey, what you're doing, you're putting on a great show, you're getting great ratings, you're putting on 24 episodes of television And, and this is where it ends. Yeah. It, it doesn't really count. Yeah, you guys are TV good, but you're not movie right. good. And right. it's fucking stupid. Like, it, Which is so... Fu- it's so funny, too, because, like... Uh, I, I loved when uh, Kevin when House of Cards was coming out and Kevin Spacey was like, "All right, you know, movies are great, but TV is where it's fucking at." And he was right; he's absolutely right. House of Cards is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um. And and so That's movies one of those radar is, shows for me. It's on my oh, radar. yeah, it's on your radar too. Like it was on Fuck, my radar, wow. and I and I had a lot of friends talking about it. Like when the second season dropped, uh, Katie was watching it just kind of like one or two episodes at a time mm-hmm. and then she'd post something about it like yeah, I was here's, my, for- here's my season <laughs> update for House of Cards season 2 yeah. holy shit what the fuck what the fuck, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? I think Katie has the best like all like caps lock statuses <laughs> outside of oh, no disrespect to Tiger I love you Tiger but yeah, no. I think Katie's got it got it on lock yeah true it's, uh, wow really okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah right okay <laughs> uh, so yeah it. I think like I can't wait for season three to come on, but I think he was spot on and like, all right, well, we we have all this time to develop our story, and we could do it here in this medium, and you only have to pay nine bucks a month for it or whatever. And I, like, I don't know how. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, like how money wise, how that translates, because they obviously they took a big risk on House of Cards, right? To all right, if this works, great, but I don't know how they make money off of people that are already paying nine bucks a month. It's honestly, I believe that it kind of has the same, it's the same principle that's behind, um, uh, infomercials Uh and, or rather infomercial products. Uh, for a while back when Billy Mays was alive, him and Anthony Sullivan had a show on Discovery Channel called Pitchman. Great show, actually. Pitchman was a phenomenal show. Great show. Like you didn't, you wouldn't think that to a show about the two biggest pitchmen in infomercial history right. would mm-hmm. be very entertaining. It was. And for a reality TV show, there wasn't a lot of like family stupid bullshit or anything like that, but there was a lot of kind of behind the scenes as to how the infomercial world works. And the pitchmen themselves were very much a part of it, like the way that they hawked product and everything, and they were consulting on things. Like there was this one guy who came out with this audio jack thing, and it it was essentially an FM tuner, but it was kind of like one of the first ones. Is it like Shark Tank kind of? Mm, kind of. <laughs> there was a Shark Tanky bit to it, sure. where people would come to the uh, come to the room and pitch their products and everything. It wasn't as ridiculous right. as Shark Tank is. There wasn't a big Completely empty room with, bullshit. with yeah. four British people in recliners. I'm going to give you a blank check right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it <laughs> right. wasn't that shit. It was, it was a lot more of the questions that need to be asked with a new product. Like, okay, talk me through your process. How did you come to this prototype? What were the, what were the obstacles with the first model, the second model? How many models were there that came with the prototype? And they would go back and forth into that. But one of the things that really stuck with me was the guy who was coming out with this audio jack wanted to charge like 40 bucks per. And he and Anthony Sullivan's like, "No. They're 9.99, 20 for 2, free shipping." And the guy like pitched a fucking fit about it. And he mm-hmm. goes, "Look, these are our manufacturing costs. This is how much late. Like, now that we've approved your product and it's gone in production because 
uh, that's another thing that a lot of you guys don't know. Like the a lot of people don't know is that um, the Anthony Sullivan and Billy Mays had a lot of pull with what like the items that they were pitching. They had some say in the actual production of like there was so. assembly. It's their line. brand that's affected. If Essentially, this yeah, if like they had like they would license out manufacturing lines, right. and sure. it wasn't like something that they were just like we have this product send the schematics over to China or something mm-hmm. like that. No, it was something that they oversaw. Mm-hmm. Like they had to believe in it too. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, how the and fuck am I going to sell something I, I don't believe never, in? Never knew that. No, nobody who's watching an infomercial would ever really guess that they had that much involvement in the product that they're selling. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, they were like, no, this audio jack's going to be $9.99. And the guy pitched a fucking fit about it. And like immediately he got shot down. And he's like, look, All right, bye. <laughs> here's our manufacturing costs and everything. Yeah, sure, we'd make money, we'd make more money, or we would make money on it per unit if we sold it for more. But infomercials are all about broadcasting and volume. And that's how I feel it is with Netflix. Like, I oftentimes wonder, how are they coming up with the money to make all these original series? And then when Netflix announced that they're going to be filming everything in 4K, I'm like, oh my god, this is relatively new technology. How are they getting the money to film all this shit, let alone in 4K? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I kind of hearken back to that, that whole Pitchman thing, where it's just like, oh, it's volume. Mm-hmm. And then I think about so how Netflix, Netflix at any given time on any given evening during peak accounts for 40% of net, internet traffic. Which is incredible. Well, right. Which I mean, is it, fucking Especially incredible. when you're talking, was it, nine bucks a month or whatever? Yeah, about yeah. that. And they, mm-hmm. like, like, when they got... Uh, uh, when they bought the rights to do Blacklist, and they, I think they paid like twelve million dollars per episode. Jesus well, I, well, I'll tell you one. Well, here's what's the kicker about that: it doesn't cost twelve million dollars per episode to do House of Cards. Oh, it's yes. probably two or three million dollars episode Maybe, to, to, yeah. to film it and whatever it is. So, but they also know here's a here's a show on NBC that twenty million people a week watch, and if I could get you know. Even five million of people, five million people a week, or whatever it is, because they can binge watch it. But sure. if you've got, I don't even know how many Netflix Netflix subscribers there are right now. There's got to be Millions, 50, right? fifty million. Maybe. Sure, I mean yeah. worldwide, probably. Right. So you're talking times. You know, you're talking four hundred and fifty million dollars a month in. So basically, your only overhead is going to be obviously like tech support and obviously bandwidth and all the other shit, right. but it's going to be buying the rights to, to show shows. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of content on Netflix that probably doesn't cost a lot of money. They probably, probably have, they not. probably have a, I mean like they, uh, uh, Wolf of wall street just showed up today. Big yeah, time. Move. Apparently. Yeah. But I guarantee you like, there's gotta be some ratio like the studio that does Wolf of wall street has to go. All right. Well, Maybe they're only putting it on Netflix because Blu-ray sales weren't that good weren't, or something. There's got to be right. some correlation between that. Yeah, Not sure. to mention there are time limits on a fair amount of right. content on there. Like, I know I know, Kotaku will be like, here's the shit that's joining and, and leaving, leaving Netflix. Right. This right. right, which is a great... But great I think Netflix to catch has up on. plenty of money to produce shows. Maybe. I mean, yeah. not even... I yeah. Because, mean, like, well, the reason why I say that is, is, like, as for me... Like I've been paying, paying, paying. Wow, paying for it for, for obviously for years. There'll be maybe a month or two where I won't even think to use it because it's nine bucks a month, whatever. And then oh yeah, I have this. Boom. Right. Well, obviously, like House of Cards comes out, I'm gonna 
goodbye, right. boom. But think about this though, but, like like when and when HBO does their subscription service, it's oh, going to be monstrous. Yeah. Because and I don't know what they're going to charge. It's going to have to be in that nine ninety nine realm. It's probably going to be. So. It's probably going to be about ten to fifteen dollars a month. There's right. been a lot of conjecture on it since that news story just dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know anything about yesterday. It's I know oh, I know that they announced it's, the streaming. It's launching service. right before Game of Thrones comes back. Oh, Basically, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're it's putting smart. it in line. Yeah. What what season of Game of Thrones is going to be five? Fifth. I think, uh, yeah, fourth or fifth. Fifth, yeah, I think it's the fifth season. Mm-hmm. Um, they're lining they're lining the unveiling of the new HBO. It's not going to be HBO Go. It's going to be HBO streaming service. Um, it's more than likely going to be independent of a uh, cable subscription, right? Which is great. That's that, that's that was my point. Like. It, right now, if somebody I don't know what cable television is a month, but to have HBO, let's say it costs a hundred bucks a month to have a TV service where you have HBO. Well, I highly doubt HBO is getting ten dollars out of every of every hundred that people spend. No, but the vast majority of their income did come from cable subscriber oh, well, of course deals. It did. But, but, but right now, though, like say say I'm say you're paying for cable only so you can watch HBO and maybe some ESPN. Well, fuck! I'm not going to pay hundred dollars. Just I'll I'll look up the highlights of the sports online, and I'll just pay ten, fifteen dollars a month just to get my HBO shows. Yeah, and HBO recoups all of that cost. So I guarantee you, once we see the the subscription levels of HBO and how how high they are, I bet the production costs go way up. Even though the production values are fantastic as it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, if they're if they're recouping all of the money on their own, it's like the WWE Network. You know, yeah. they're they're getting everything. I mean, I mm-hmm. I still to this day fail to understand why. And they make fun of them on TV. Why somebody would would not pay ten dollars a month versus versus fifty bucks, 50 like bucks for a every payment. month or whatever? I don't get it. And people still do it. And it's I have really no idea why. I no. I just assume they don't have they have really shitty internet in the boonies or something. I guess I don't. I don't it know. Just and they have Directv or something. Uh, What's funny is oh, though. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones, I played the uh, first episode of the Game of Thrones. Uh, Telltale the Telltale game? games, yeah. Holy shit! Okay, so um, have you played the Walking Dead I Telltale the first games? One. Okay, and you 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 still haven't played it yet, right? Are season still... two. Or, or, okay, so you have played the first season. Oh, right? I played all the way through season one. Yeah, okay. I played all the way through season one. Yeah. Okay. Um, as like for just as an example about how good this ep- this first episode is, so you're introduced to the character that you play. And then you know you're, you're I forgot what house you're in. It's one of the house houses that supports um, the Starks. And you're in a, like a camp in a field somewhere. You're talking. They're talking about um, oh I got the Kingslayer. Well no you didn't. You know you didn't get the Kingslayer. But you know you're telling all your men that that they are. And everyone's like ha 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 ha. And then they they zoom out to a, like a castle nearby. And all it says is such and such name of the character Red Wedding. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Hmm. That's where they started. That's where the they season. fucking start. The, yeah. Oh wow. Oh balls. Holy shit! And so that, of course, all happens in chaos. Um, and uh, it it it's absolutely memorable. Um, is it vo- is it casted by all the people from the show? Yeah, yeah. Or voice, T- uh, voice Tyrion, um, Marjorie. Um, oh, God, what's the queen's name now? Damn it. Or Cersei. Queen reason that thank you, Cersei's in it. Um, so yeah, they they've got everybody in there. Um, what's his name? Ramsey Snow. Uh, all yeah, they got everybody. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they got they got everybody. Yeah, he's in there too. Um, you mean Ghost from Destiny? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Oh, Destiny. But uh, I could not recommend it more. Um, especially like how it all ends and feeds into what will end up being episode two. Fuck. Like. Um, 
it it, it really good cliffhanger. Just oh fuck, it's so good. Well, I Telltale's Telltale's major I can't players. Recommend it more. I, I Telltale's major players right now, up until Game of Thrones and everything came out, which I imagine is going to kind of usurp one of the two slots for major players. They're major players right now, since you know they're done doing Sam and Max, they're done doing Back to the Future and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, their two major players are Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us. Right, and season three has already been announced. Yeah, mm-hmm. season three is of uh, Walking Dead. The game of yeah. Walking Dead. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know if you meant Walking Dead or Wolf, since oh, okay. the seasons are running concurrent with each other, right. like one and one, two and two. Right. Um. So they're kind of off-season things are Game of Thrones and Borderlands. Yeah, and Borderlands. of all the fucking mm-hmm. franchises. Yes. Yeah. So, and I've heard that Tales from the Borderlands is actually really, really, really good. Yeah, like it makes you heard, give a shit about what's going on on Pandora. Right. Um, so it's cool to have some additional like like story as, as somebody who doesn't really watch Game of Thrones or anything, not by any sort of choice. It's just again on my radar. It's probably going to be the name of this fucking podcast on my radar. <laughs> on my radar. Um, but for one of the things that's on my, it's one of the things that just I really want to pick up and just kind of watch all the way through. Mm-hmm. But I'm more interested in playing Tales from the Borderlands than I am in playing. Um, in playing the Game of Thrones one, sure, yeah, that simply makes sense. Simply because it's a franchise that I've just that stuck with for years now. You're more familiar with it, yeah, right? Just very Absolutely. much more familiar with it. And if I'm hearing that this is actually going to make me give a shit about the goings on on Pandora more so than any of the other games have, right. it's Sold. like, well, shit, yeah, you're real, like, because the world is gorgeous and it's really fun and mm-hmm. everything, but you know a fucking tectonic plate could shift on the opposite end of pandora because a fucking hyperion cannon hit you know a plate or something like that and i yeah. could be like okay okay i found a cool gun yeah right yeah. exactly but this now this, this like awesome this makes stuff. you really fucking care about you know the war between the crimson lance and hyperion and everything so i i'm i'm more interested to play that that's probably sure. going to be what i snag not next, second next. I desperately... The next time I see it, if I'm at Target or GameStop or something like that, next time I see it, I'll buy a physical copy. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. It's 2014, I know, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will buy the physical copy of Walking Dead Season 2. You need it. You absolutely need it. It is brilliant. It yes. is so good. I need to play it, too. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, Like, I... Like, Brandon... Are you Clementine the whole time? Yeah, yeah you're Clementine the, the entire season. Entire season. And... uh it it I, I I thought it would suffer because I, I missed I missed Lee a lot. Lee was a great character, mm. um, but Clementine really comes into her own and fucking shines. Did you happen to see that comic? Huge deviation from what we're talking about. <laughs> Not so much. Uh, did you happen to see that comic? There's a little comic. I don't know if it's a series or anything, but it's called It's Clementine. And it was just <laughs> oh like, God. but it was great. It was Lee and Clementine sitting in the room. And it's like, uh, uh, like she, at the end of the episode, you know, you kind of bar the, you either bar the door or something. I can't yeah. remember exactly what happens, but you stop a zombie from invading and Lee's just kind of laying there and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's like, that should stop him. What do we do? And Clem's like, well, and he's, he's like, what do you do in the meantime? And Clementine goes, I got some great jokes. They'll really stump you. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then the last panel is them awkwardly looking away from each other. (laughs) Wow. That's fucking good. That's pretty good. And then the other fucking thing that just had me in absolute fucking tears was it was a a still of Mario Kart 8, and all the characters from Walking Dead are sitting in the carts. Wow. And Kenny's spinning out of control, (laughs) 
and Lee Kenny hits him with that. a she- with a shell, and it just says Kenny will remember this. In the upper left hand oh my god, that's funny. Oh my god, that that reminds me of uh, there's a part in Wolf Among Us uh, where like uh, uh, one of the um, not playable characters is is getting weight like is just obliterated, right? And you know actions, you know as you do in Telltale games. And like it, it just the scene ends is just like so and such will not remember that. <laughs> not it's an all cap. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see what you guys did there. Very nice. Um, like, did you do you guys see? Uh, there was a. Um, I'm a big Dorkley fan. I don't know if you guys are. At I all. love Dorkley. Dorkley is Dorkley's brilliant. You've never seen. Oh my god, you Dorkley's love it. Uh, Dorkley's a uh, comedy, a video game comedy and satire website. They do a comic, but then they also do a lot of videos and everything. Have you ever seen the video of Mario just going fucking ape shit and he fucking like slut like takes the axe and instead of cutting like the original 8-bit Mario oh yeah when he takes the and then he starts going like through all the levels buzzer. and killing everything yeah that right. was a dorkly production okay. so right. that's like have an army behind him at the end of it yeah and, by yeah, the yeah, by so. the end of it yeah. he's riding the Lakitu yeah, cloud yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just throwing <laughs> yeah, yeah. axes yeah, I've seen that. and like there's and he's got the fucking vines that you climb and he's just got red koopas tethered to the front like reindeer so yeah. awesome yeah they're, they're brilliant but like uh I forgot what the name of the the short was, but it was basically Super Mario World in walking with like in walking in Walking Dead the game, and um, I guess you're Mario or whatever, or Lee's Mario, and uh, Kenny is Yoshi. Oh god! And and he, and he's just like, I gotta find my egg. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously, and he's got that southern like twang Kenny yeah. accent, and I'm just losing it. And then like, of course, as you do in Super Mario World, you jump over a traverse, and you let. Yoshi go so you can jump higher and it's and like you just see it it zooms in on Kenny because Kenny's Yoshi and it just goes Kenny will remember that and he just falls (laughs) I fucking cried laughing it was so good I still think one of the funniest things and they never get old to me are the Walking Dead coral memes coral coral like especially the I mean the jokes are just so bad yeah and there, I just, I could just I could read those all day and it's just <laughs> dude when when he's still crouched down in the same position but getting closer, closer and closer <laughs> the funniest one was not it wasn't even the joke that was funny it was the fact that he stayed in place but his face stretched out like out. he was yeah. a plastic yeah. man yeah. or something <laughs> it was the most terrible photoshop yeah. my, my favorite things about those are are Carl's response cuz it's like Hey Carl, let me ask you something. And it's like I want to die, Dad. <laughs> dad, please, you know, all the things that because Carl, Carl's got his head down. And he's, he's just like, Dad, please don't do this. Again. You know, like, right. kill me, kill me, Dad. Yeah, kill me now, kill me, Dad. Did you hear about the lady who backed into the fan? Disaster, Coral. <laughs> Coral. Disaster. <laughs> dad, please. <laughs> dad, I want to die. That's so funny. Uh, it really never gets old, man. So how did so Jen? Good. How did Jen get custom uh, uh, cards against humanity cards? Oh. Jesus! It took us an hour yeah, to right. get back to this it, point. Yeah. Holy shit! Okay, so <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a Black Friday thing, right? Yeah. Well, I don't. No, it wasn't a Black Friday thing. The Black Friday thing was boxes of shit. Oh, that's right. Which we okay, did so not that, jump on. Was that for okay? Because no, they were sending literal boxes of okay, shit. Okay, because like a coworker of mine bought two boxes, and I don't know if he's oh, gotten shit? them yet. But no, it's it was the bullshit box, and mm-hmm. it was just like. No, this isn't a joke. This is not a box of cards. This is actual like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. You, we will be sa- How is that legal? That's a good question. Like, can you? How it, is it not? Like, isn't that some sort of? Were they like, misleading in their advertisement in any way, shape, or form? But either way, like, I can't. I can't advertise. I think I'm trolling. 
I'm not. I'm no? not. But, but, but I'm I, not even playing devil's advocate. What they did is perfectly legal. Well, but, but, but like, so you can send shit to somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think. I I didn't think you could. I thought it was some sort of like, like toxicity, kind of like uh, biohazard kind of thing to it. <laughs> I guess. I guess not. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I, I didn't think you could do. I didn't think you could send shit to somebody. You can. Oh, okay. Well, well I there's like a lot of I people that I need to address. Exactly. You can't, like you can't sell it up. on eBay. Yeah. But <laughs> Damn. Well, that's out. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so so They were doing... Their promotion is called the 10 Days of Kwanzaa or whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a great name. And they're sending 10 different... Like, if you sign up for it, um, they send you 10 different little care packages for each day in Kwanzaa or whatever. Um, and some of them, like, they ask you a bunch of information, like, you know, name, year you were born, this and that, favorite fruit, you know, stupid shit like that, that they just end up making into cards. And not all of them are personalized cards. Sometimes they're just like, here are some, like, one of the days was, here's some test cards that are probably going to be in the next one. Here's 10 black cards, 10 white cards. Have a ball. Mm-hmm. I think all you end up doing is paying for postage on them. It's right. Well, there's probably some algorithm. There's probably some like Mad Libs kind of thing that they have. Like, oh, well, if this person's this age, then there's we'll do this reference, and then it oh it'll, it's put, it'll it be, out. Yeah, right. There's probably sense. some version of that. I wouldn't yeah. doubt that because there's no way they're person like they're, right. there's no <laughs> way they're some like drop down yeah. in some. This guy's 27. What would he think is funny? You know, right. like, like <laughs> highly doubt that. Right. Sit around a round table, just like what do we do with this card? I think it's just a brilliant concept for a game i mean it's obviously like you know apples to apples there have been other versions apples of to apples game. rated r mode I mean, yeah. right but, but at the same time like the fact that you can like like download it off off the internet like like print your own cards like it, it started as almost like a social thing right you know it wasn't so much a like find this in stores or anything and, and i just and i love how it's it's it, it it's isn't it at one point that you can only order off of like their website at one point, right? Like you couldn't get anything off of Amazon. Yeah, or when something. they were first starting out, the yeah. only place you could really right. order it but was you could, there. But you, couldn't and you like print, there was like a you, month, like sometimes a couple month wait for. But that some, was the thing. Like they, I think. Well, I think when they first started, it was you mm-hmm. could either order the boxes for X amount of dollars, or you could spend like five bucks or whatever it was, and they would send you the PDF files of the cards. And oh, you really? Could, I didn't you know could that. Go to go to. Uh, wherever kinkos and just print the cards out and mm-hmm. have your own cards instead of waiting for them nice. yeah um i think that, i don't know if you can still do that but i just think they have templates yeah. online where you can t- kind of type your own things in. i just think it's hilarious that like it's just totally like in, in, a, in a total like politically correct world that we live in now where you're not allowed to make racist jokes or anti-semitic jokes or right. sexist jokes or any of those this is like everybody is addicted it's, it's like a release like oh yeah. i can say Come guzzling thundercuts, <laughs> you know, in front of my wife, and she'll think it's funny. You know, right. like, exactly because like, that's yeah. what the card says. You're, You're right. not really saying it. You're right. just playing the fucking yeah, card. It right. was written there already. Yeah, yeah. So I, I couldn't agree more with that. It's it's very much just kind of a release from the social yeah, pressures. I think it's, it's great. It's so fucking fun. And can't play it with kids around, but obviously, but no, you're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, right. Uh, I'm sure it's happened many a time. Oh yeah, no, you know there's. <laughs> what was the one? What's the one like Rush Limbaugh's sweaty, shitty body? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, it was like spongy. <laughs> like <laughs> a, I think it was like uh, pale, shitty body. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that actually reminds me of. I don't know if you guys have ever like seen those lists. It's just like 25 funniest test answers from kids. 
Oh yeah, and everything. Oh yeah, like, I've seen like like imager stuff. They're just it. they're honestly just clickbait. They're just mm-hmm. you know headline yeah. hooks, and then you get into it. I'm hooked. Yeah, they're like, great. They are some of my favorite fucking things on the internet. And one of the funniest ones I saw was this kid's progress report. Now, obviously, the kid comes from, I don't want to say shitty, but relatively negligent parents. Because the kid got in trouble for calling his friend a dick farmer. (laughs) (laughs) Because he heard it on Jackass (laughs) 2. This is third grade. That kid's eight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and that just, that just cracked me the fuck up. That's really fucking awesome. I like the ones where there's, I can't think of one now, but where there's like just obvious answer. Like, like there'll be like, um, the question will be something, something, and, and it'll just be, oh, I can't think of one offhand. You like where they like about. draw, like, I don't know yeah, this math like, question, but like I'm going to draw this turtle or whatever. Yeah, it's like find why, and then they circle. They like, circle why. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found like, it. Like find why. It's like blah, 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 blah. Find why. And he circles it goes right there. Like, <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> that's great. Those are brilliant. That's probably why I'm not a good teacher. Uh, never be a good teacher because I, I would just be like, I did huh, kid. right, exactly. Like, huh, clever girl. <laughs> Check the. Uh, my favorite one is like there was a kid who hurt himself on a bike, and it was like, a this kid is happy. B this kid is sad. C this kid is uh something else. It was like happy, sad, bored, and then the kid like it was A, B, and C. That's all you could pick. But then the kid wrote D and wrote ugly and circled <laughs> it. The teacher in red pen crossed through it and wrote, that's enough, Judith. <laughs> <laughs> of and course the, you named Judith. <laughs> and the fact that they were reprimanded made it that much fucking funnier that's to me. That's funny. That's, that's really good. Another thing that hooks me, I find myself watching... I think my record is like two hours and 15 minutes of this, just getting into that YouTube rabbit hole of bullies getting their comeuppance. I've seen Oh, those. my God. It's so good. The one, like the, the one, the, the one where that, that, uh, that, that fat kid, like, pow drove yeah. that, no, that yeah. skinny motherfucker. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And like, where the kid, you're like, it. he had to have had his neck broken or something. Yeah. But, but it was like, good I don't for him. feel bad about yeah. it at all. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. The, my favorite one is this kid. He has his friend filming, and he's like, we're going to fuck this kid up. And they're, like, in fight, like they're wearing polos and slacks. They're in, like, a fucking prep school right. or some shit. And he walks up to a kid who's just reading a book under a tree. And he goes, he goes, get the fuck up. Let's go to the field. He's like, all right. And the kid's like, okay, whatever. And he walks over to the kid in the field. And, like, and the kid's like, I'm going to fuck you up, man. I'm going to do this. Just talking shit to the kid. And he goes to push the kid, and the kid's like, all right, all right. And then before the kid who pushed the kid who was under the tree can throw a punch, the kid under the tree just fucking spins around and back of the heel kicks this kid in the head. Holy shit. Just lays him out. Right, crumbles. Lays him the fuck out. Awesome. Oh, just that, it's cathartic (laughs) watching that sort of thing. Yeah, I get get stuck watching... uh, the uh, oh my god I can't think of what they're called now. Um, the bad voiceovers. Oh bad, yeah yeah bad yeah, voiceovers. yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad lip reading. Bad, bad lip, lip reading. reading. I right. get stuck okay. watching. I mean like the the first ones I ever saw were you know a couple years ago when they were doing all the campaign videos mm-hmm. and those those were just I was like this is brilliant this is one of the funniest things. Um, 
I love all of them. I can watch the NFL. The NFL ones are great. The Walking Dead ones are great. I can watch any of them. I've only seen two. I've only seen the Herman Cain one and the Mitt Romney the one. Herman Cain you haven't one seen like so the ones good. that they do for movies and oh my, dude, no. no, you gotta watch. You haven't watched the NFL. Okay, you gotta watch the NFL ones. Okay, just just YouTube bad lip reading NFL. It, there's two of them. The Game of Thrones one is hilarious. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead ones are hilarious. Like. Yeah, you just have to watch. You'll get stuck. How many of them are there? Like, I'd imagine probably a lot of them now. Is it a couple of different like YouTube accounts? Or no, it's one one guy. One guy. One guy that does them, and it's and they're all brilliant. Um, This pro, I mean, total. They they have. I mean, they do. He does songs. He does movie trailers. He does TV shows. (laughs) Oh my god, honest movie trailers. Honest trailers is great too. Honest trailers is fucking. Oh my Um, god. But no, the the you'll you'll get stuck watching bad lip reading for two hours. Yeah, and you'll your sides will be hurting after. Especially the the NFL ones are just hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I think YouTube black holes are just very commonplace nowadays. Like I remember, I was I watched Magic Tricks until sunrise one day. I started at midnight. You know what I really And I was like, it's sp- time to go to bed, yeah. but I'm not ready for bed just yet. Let me just start doing this. And then it was six in the fucking yeah. morning, and I had to be at work at seven. Oh, you, know what, you know what I really get stuck it, watching? It hurts so this bad. Is, this, you're going to laugh. What I get stuck watching are the, are the, the hearing implant videos of people. <laughs> no, seriously, of people like realizing they can because like, they have these new. Uh, uh, the cochlear, co- cochlear implants. Oh, oh, my God. The one with the baby? The, the, oh, the baby ones. and the mind, dude, dude. Oh, that like, baby one had me crying. Dude, yeah, I was like, telling, okay. yeah you, I'll, I'll watch like 20. 20 of those in a row and I'm just like <laughs> yeah I'm right. like, oh that uh, one's not as good they didn't they don't care about hearing let's go to the next yeah, one yeah. <laughs> next like, boo yeah, but you I, can hear me say boo yeah, I'll get I get stuck watching those too because I'm just like oh that's yay so I dig that there's um there's also those videos where the guy who I'm trying to look him up right now um but the guy who he's the official voice double for Morgan Freeman. Like oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, um, Jeff Peterson on, on uh, uh, Craig Hill. Uh, uh, no, uh, Craig Ferguson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, can't believe I fucked that up. He did, he does, there's a video he does of him doing impressions. And it's, uh, he does De Niro, he does Pacino, he does Stallone, which isn't very good, but then he does Morgan Freeman, and it's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's, no, he's, his, just, he's just like, oh, cop it. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about carpet, and you're gonna listen because I'm, I'm Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> He's like yeah, no. carpet. I walk on you, and you're soft under my feet. <laughs> oh, carpet! <laughs> yeah, like you're my Andy Dufresne was my friend, <laughs> <laughs> and so is carpet. Like it's so so funny. Well, he'll do. I don't know if it's him who does it. There's a guy who sounds very much like Morgan Freeman who will voice over nature documentary like snippets of nature documentaries kind of in the same way that honey badger was but it's morgan freeman quote unquote who's doing it and those are fucking hysterical like they start talking about like this fucking lobster and the shit like this undersea crustacean uh that's derivative of the lobster family and just the shit that it can do it's like how fucked up is that (laughs) (laughs) just oh fucking hysterical he's one of the dry i listened to his his uh podcast with with the nerdist and uh, he's just one of the driest. 
Like it's almost awkward. it's like listening to an interview with Harrison Ford. Have you heard the Harrison Ford Nerdist? It's like thirty minutes long. It's just oh, so. Oh, and so it, they cut it off, or no, like... no, no. It's just like it, it's really difficult to interview. Like they're not being assholes. It's just that's, just that's interesting because like like on like Conan, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, did, I think I think these I guys if... don't know. I think they've done so many press junkets and so many like it's just all five minutes. I'm here to blur. plug this. I'm here to talk about this. That, right. that like, like whatever. When they, when I don't they do care a podcast, who... they don't know like. Why are you asking me about my kids and what they right. do for how, a living? How awesome was it to be the president in uh, Air Force One, right. Harrison Ford? It was a movie role. Fuck uh, off, right. kid. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But it's it's just, I think they're just kind of detached. But um, yeah, the Morgan Freeman one was really interesting because he, like Chris Hardwick, he asks really engaging questions. And yeah, he's just like, he, he's, he's really oh, awesome. yeah. Well, so when, you know, I, Glory and this, and then, you know, how did, how did, you know, this and this experience? And, and there's like a long pause and. It was fine. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what else you want me to say. Right. You know, like, there's, a, there's, a com- there's a comma there. Elaborate, yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that see, that that's sucks. so fucking disappointing. Yeah. And I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a generational thing because I listened to the Harrison Ford one. I didn't hear the Morgan Freeman one. I listened to the Harrison Ford one, and I I, I was like, this is painful to get through. It right. really is. Like yeah. I was listening to right. it on the way home, and I was just like, what else can I? The listen Morgan to? Freeman one is is bef- definitely better because he you can tell he has like a def- like a sense of humor about the way the interview's going. Whereas mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, like he just sounded lost. He just sounded right. like didn't know where it was like, going. I don't want to or... talk about Star Wars. Yeah, so, you know, no. like, <laughs> and I'm done with talking yeah. about well, Harrison. Star Wars. Harrison Ford just he. There are very select times where he's he's embraced his own fandom and right. everything. But that is an interesting. I don't point. know if you've ever seen like I forget what year of the Oscars it was, and they did a lifetime achievement uh, video homage to him, mm-hmm. and he's just in the crowd just with his hand oh, over wow. his brow. Wow. He fucking hated oh, wow. every second Holy of it. Holy shit. Wow. He's, I don't know if it's if he's just humble or if he's just like, I've already done this. I don't know. I don't know what it is about Maybe. him. Hmm. But I have noticed that with older guests on podcasts and everything, there's very much a generational gap where they don't know what to make of the medium and the format. Right. Like, the kind of the younger, like, kind of the younger crowd... Like, they're far more engaging. Like, mm-hmm. one of the most interesting ones I've recently heard was he interviewed Dak Shepard, who, right. like, if you had asked me, you know, the other day, I'm like, oh, you mean that fucking dude who was in Without a Paddle and married right. Kristen Bell? Right. Right. Like, that's how I'd describe him and everything. Now, I have a lot more information right. about Dak Shepard because of how engaging he was on this podcast. Right. One of the exceptions to that generational thing, which is the best podcast I've heard from the nerd, second best. The best one was John, uh, uh, Joe DiMaggio and Billy West. But the second best one was he had Mel Brooks on. Yeah. Oh, Mel my God. Brooks, I, need to, I need to listen to that. Oh, Mel yeah. Brooks talking Holy about the creation yeah. of Blazing Saddles, where he oh literally wrote the entire script. With, it was him, Sid mm-hmm. Caesar, and Richard Pryor in a room. Yeah. And Mel Brooks is writing all the black jokes and getting them approved by Richard <laughs> Pryor. Yeah. Oh and Richard Pryor, God. all he wanted to do was write Mongo. Like, the entire yeah. movie, he's just like, we need 20 more minutes of Mongo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't know why I didn't know Richard Pryor helped write that movie. I, yeah, no, I didn't know that I didn't until know I heard that. the podcast. That's but Mel fucking Brooks, awesome. Mel Brooks just talked. Yeah, that's all he did. He just fucking talked the entire time. I did think you, Chris Chris Hardwick said like nine words. Did you total. listen to the Tom Hanks? There's two Tom Hanks ones. Two Tom Hanks. Those are he brilliant. Is so fucking because awesome. like, dude, he is so like. You can tell they're like, oh my god, we're in here the room. We're, with we're talking Gump. to Tom Hanks. Are you serious? Right? And he's right, yeah. and he's just sitting there like like. 
he was so appreciative of being there. He was talking like he was just one of the guys. And right. um, I, but going back to the generational thing, like you can also hear when people turn it on and turn it off too. Like, Absolutely. Did, did you listen to the Gilbert Gottfried one? No. I only listened to it just because I wanted to hear what his real voice sounded like. And like, so you know, like every Nerdist podcast starts, you can just hear him just kind of talking. And I'm like, is that Gilbert Gottfried? Because he's just like, oh yeah, well, and this, and oh, I, I remember that guy. And then so they talk, you know, small talk for a few minutes. And he's like, are, are we? Are we going to start? And he's like, oh yeah, we're recording. We are. Oh! Recording! <laughs> you know, and he immediately That's just so like, awesome. I don't know if I like that or not. I don't. I don't think I, don't, I do. I don't like that. I, I want I, you to be real. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, would... we're we're a generation who can pick up on shit like that. Who can pick up? Well, I mean, that's not very hard to pick up on, but we can sense when somebody's being real and genuine and everything. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't want to hear Iago talk for an hour. Right, no. right. You know, no. We already did that in the nineties. I know, <laughs> yeah. twice, almost three times. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Tom Hanks one. Uh, it's it's just because he's just he can be genuine. He's genuinely funny. He's uh, uh he's and he, he'll tell you flat out what he likes, what he doesn't like, what he likes about show business, and what he doesn't like about show business, something he thought was sure, funny. absolutely. And get him talking about space, that's 25 minutes of your podcast. Right. <laughs> like, he loves, he's fascinated with space and NASA and just technological advancements in just space exploration. And that, I thought, was just very fucking cool. Like, yeah. I learned about, um, I had never heard of uh, his... The series that he voiced over, what was it? From the Earth, from to, the the Earth to the Moon. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd never I'd, fucking heard what? of it. What? That was one of Cranston's b- first breakout roles. That's This is news. What? Oh, you'd never heard of it either? Nope. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. It's a, it was a late ni- mid-late 90s. I think it was right after Apollo 13 came out. Uh-huh. Um, it's like an eight-part documentary on going to space. And oh, it's, shit. All right. But they, it's not like a documentary, though. It's a... Uh, it's kind of like what... Because they cast people. Like, like Brian Cranston was Buzz Aldrin... Um, yeah, they did a lot else. of recreations. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah it's yeah, kind of like yeah. what really okay. And 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 Tom Hanks called Cranston to play Buzz Aldrin because of Cranston being in um, Saving Private Ryan. Right. Yeah. So it was, and I found out about it, and I ended up watching a lot of it, and I thought I'd never know about this if he wasn't just so fucking genuine about what genuine about what he loves. Oh yeah, and passionate yeah. about it, and. Just that realism. You can just hear it in people's voice when exactly. they're really like that. When they're when they're passionate about something, you can just hear it. It just comes off so well. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's those make for some of my favorite fucking podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the Mel Brooks one was just so great because he still has. I mean, he's almost ninety or something like that. Right. I mean, he might still. He might be ninety now. And he's like still on fire. Oh God! Right. His, his wit and his comedic timing and just everything about it. Like he can make the same joke he made thirty years ago, and it's still fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fun. I don't know if it's funny because he's he still remembers it, or it's just coming from right. This guy. I mean, he, is he doing anything like right now? Like uh, just like any projects I think or anything? He was. I can't remember. I don't remember what it I'm gonna have to what IMDb it said that, that he was doing. Yeah, because I really want to know. Because I know he was he was doing voice work and consulting. This is 2010. He was doing voice work and consulting on the Spaceballs animated series, which only lasted a season. Mm-hmm. But and, and that's like the first thing that Daphne Zunica's done in years, right. unfortunately. <laughs> she was doing a lot of Broadway stuff and then fell off the face in the late 90s and then didn't come back to any sort of entertainment medium mm-hmm. until 2010. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty crazy, but yeah. 
fun <laughs> shit. Fun Absolutely, shit. dude. How much time we got? We're at an hour 27. Uh-oh. Nice. I know. Nice. Yeah, he's he's uh, done some voices. He was in Dora the Explorer one episode. Interesting. <laughs> um, so I... I I don't even know how to, how to go forward from that. That was really surprising. <laughs> um, I can't go on. Uh, let's see. It was in Hotel Transylvania 2. Electric Boogaloo? That, well, I guess coming up, actually. <laughs> <sighs> we must drink blood to save the rec center. <laughs> yeah, he's doing some voice work, basically. Holy shit, he's going to be... Uh, I don't know what Mr. Peabody and Sherman is. Apparently some movie that came out this year, but he's apparently Albert Einstein. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool, actually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Right. Well, cool. I know. Uh, I know. It took an hour and twenty-seven minutes for you guys to figure out what uh, Mel Brooks was up to, <laughs> <laughs> which is why you guys listen, <laughs> and we appreciate it. Love you. On that note, signing off, Mike Papadopoulos, Christopher Donald Stanton, Jacob Plick, the third. Keep hope alive, kids. Keep hope alive. See you later. Bye.
just quiet spot.